like we should start out with, hey, we have a new president-elect. That's cool. Things are slightly less dire. Maybe. Uh, (laughs) Of course, now people are fretting that perhaps the current president is going to try something like a coup and like will the people who are supposed to say no fuck you actually say no fuck you i mean if it's the secret service one gets the sense that they probably will because he's been needlessly exposing them to a deadly disease uh so we'll see i i do have hope that there are enough people who are willing to turn on him based on the fact that even fox news has that yeah there's that he won't succeed at that the the real fear is that he will definitely use the transition period to just blow up as many hospitals as he can. What, that does seem to be what's happening. Uh, evidently, almost every state is is uncontrolled spread right now, except for like Maine is just trending poorly in mm. California. And I think Vermont is the yellow category, whatever it is. Yeah. But most of us are dark red at the moment. It's great. Things are going well, but there was an Apple event today, so let's talk about that instead. Apple's third in 60 days, Tim Cook said. Well, I think he said two months. It might not be 60 days exact. Yeah. Uh, which is also like as many uh, as dentist appointments I've had in that same period. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Every time you go to the dentist, we get another Apple event. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Get Invisalign, then you'll go to the dentist all the time. No, my my next uh, phase isn't until February, I think. <laughs> Although at that point, I'll get presumably my my spring seasonal watch bands. Um, so today's event was called One More Thing, and it was about the length of a One More Thing at the end of a proper Apple event. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the watch introduction was like 40 minutes at the end of that event. <laughs> yeah, this was like a 45 minute event, uh, and it, it it at least it, we didn't have to hear about fucking iTunes or the App Store. <laughs> so there was that. I mean, there were plenty of stupid little videos, but overall it was like, okay. Um, and the whole, it was just about Max. So literally nothing else. It's funny. Joe had written up this big list of things that we might hear about and crossed off almost all of them. Everything except a fanless machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the only prediction that made it. Wow. Yeah. So what, why don't we ramble these off just to start with? Sure. So first, there were uh, the outstanding rumors just for uh, other hardware uh, accessories. So there's the AirTags, of course, the HeadPods, um, the iPad Pro with this generation A-series processor, and shipping the MagSafe Duo, which got reviews and regulatory approval this week so i guess not (laughs) yeah evidently i'm amazed at how unattractive the magsafe duo is but and apparently uh it folds in half and apparently once you do that it changes appearance for the rest of its life neat like it ships flat so that when you fold it once you get a crease that is now part of the product okay like uh... like a cosmetic crease that it's like like I was actually fine with it looking like flat, like I never expected it to fold. I thought, whatever, it's just one thing to plug in that does two of my things. Like that's just, you know, convenient. But, but anyway, uh, I guess yeah. we'll talk about that if it ever ships or lights things on fire. <laughs> They've got a good right. record. Either or both. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the in the Mac 
things. And we we did like basically know that this was going to be a Mac event, but we kind of <laughs> there's a whole list of stuff that we kind of wanted. Like it would be pretty sweet if Macs had 5G or 4G or LTE or something, some kind of cellular connection. Many PCs have had that for ever. Yeah, like 15 years or so, but Max stubbornly insists that, no, you should just pair to your phone and use your phone as, or I guess your iPad as a um, as an access point, and that's kind of a bummer, and they should just build in. I mean, come on, they're, how much harder would it be to just put a tiny little modem in? If they can manage it in an iPhone, surely they can manage it in a MacBook Air. Plus, like, how even more true to the MacBook Air name would that be? Yeah. So, Slightly like, more true. <laughs> like everything on here that we didn't get, I'm going to... So I guess like... So my, my theme of this event is uh, optimistic disappointment. Like <laughs> these are the transition machines. The first Intel machines were literally undifferent from the machines that preceded them other than their true. performance. Although uh, the, the, the MacBook Pro got the eyesight, but the iMac already had it in the G5. So it's, you know, like, I think. Oh, yeah. So you could. That's true. I always forget that PowerBooks didn't have cameras in them, but they super didn't. Yeah. So all, you know, the things we're about to list off, you know, we could just say, well, when they do the first real design, you know, (laughs) so like when they reach their unibody uh, stage of evolution. Yeah. I mean, Face ID seems like an obvious lose as well. Like. Yeah. And just not upgrading the camera at all. The only, they kept bragging about. Uh, <laughs> about using the camera for like Zoom or whatever without actually saying the word Zoom for FaceTime. Um, but it's the same shit-ass camera. It just has some more um, processing. Yeah, it's going to go through the iPhone's ISP instead of having to like actually run through like x86 binaries on, you know, the Intel chip, um, which is fine yeah that that will look better if you compare two of them next to each other but it's still yeah. a 720p sensor <laughs> yeah it's pretty cheesy and no lens whatsoever you know it's just a piece of plastic <laughs> over it <laughs> right the uh again because no redesign neither the return of a uh, illuminated apple on the back which i know why it isn't it. but i would have accepted as a compromise of them like making it colorful yeah, it's just a shinier version of whatever the case color is, which remains the very boring selection of space gray, silver, and weird gold. Yeah, you know, so the uh, the the Final Cut Pro icon that has the the rainbow in it, um, and there was also a, a previous Apple event way back in like 2011 that ended with a contains all colors, but you know, wasn't you know just a six-color stripey design Apple logo, like, just as that keynote closed out or whatever, which would be, like, like, you don't need to do, like, the striped six colors thing, you know? <laughs> just, like, you know, do your modern art paint splotches or gradient or whatever thing and just make that the best. or some shit. Yeah, what, why is the only colorful thing accessories? How is Apple now allergic to colors, except well, I guess so that you can get a blue iPhone now. And last year you could get a green one. Whoop de doo. Yeah, but they were space blue and space green. <laughs> you know. Yeah, they're pretty. The least amount yeah. of either it could be. It's quite bland. Um, I'm a little bit worried about the port situation. Uh, one of uh, you had a couple options: uh, two port machine with ports on opposite sides. So that would be nice. Or no nope. four port machine. There are no four port machines. 
the right. MacBook, the 13 inch MacBook Pro, there is no model with four ports, uh, which is like. Well, that's just still the Intel model. I double checked. This did replace a machine, it was not inserted into the lineup. There is, uh, or at least there was as of yesterday, you could buy a two port uh, updated in 2020 ish. Uh, Intel MacBook Pro 13 inch that used the, you know, the the lower TPD chip than the one with four ports. So you can't, okay, so you're right, you can still buy an Intel MacBook Pro with four ports, but why can't you buy (laughs) an M1 one with four ports? Like, is this a limitation that they've decided to build into their system on chip thingy? Like, only... Because they're building, so the the Thunderbolt or whatever we want to call it, which again we'll get to that, uh, is is built into the chip now instead of being a separate unit elsewhere on the motherboard. But like, why can't it handle four ports? Like, I can get by with two ports, but it's nice to have more ports than I'm currently using. No, it, it's absolutely a, a choice of theirs. I mean, there's no reason that you couldn't have 16 ports on it, you know, just ports down <laughs> along the wedge until you run out of room on, or right. like down the whole damn side of the, the, the right. Pro. Um, Port it up. Because, you know, the, the way Thunderbolt works is, you know, it'll assign the PCI lanes as you use them. You can designate some that have more lanes than others. And I think on the four port machines, they literally are. And you have to like look at the support document. And basically it only matters if you're either plugging in the 6K display or, uh, you know, a, a Thunderbolt GPU. You know, those are the only cases where that would come up. But right. the point is, it's possible. And of course, you know, since the dawn of time, PCs have had internal ports on them. I mean, internal hubs where... You have four USB ports in a corner somewhere, but they're hubbed internally, so they're all the same bus. So Well, Macs do that too. Like if you look in the um, system profiler or whatever it's called now, uh, you can see that some of your shit, well, it used to be the case that some of your shit was on a hub. Now you'll see an internal USB hub that has like the Bluetooth controller and the camera or whatever. Right, but the external ports are not. But they could be like that. That internal hub is also is like is like your third USB port that is on its own bus. Like if yeah. if like if you look at the, like the full tree of everything, that that's what I mean. There's no reason they couldn't you know give you just more physical ports and just hub it you know on the chip because you know that takes up I don't know four square millimeters compared <laughs> to the minimum size of a hub just because things need to be plugged into it. <laughs> mm. So yeah, that's a pain in the ass because if you you know want to go all in on the USB C lifestyle, you're hubbing out to things just because you need more numbers of things. Like I I have a way to plug everything I would want to plug into a computer with a Type C cable. It's just there aren't enough holes <laughs> on yeah. any of them. And so I get a lot of ports. Um, I get a few, maybe a couple. Anyway, I get some additional USB-C ports because uh, I bought these fancy Dell monitors um, that connect via USB-C uh, and they have a whole bunch of ports. They even have an Ethernet port on the back of them, which is neat. Uh, and in fact, my, the new house that I'm uh, supposed to be, that I'm on track to finish <laughs> buying next Monday um, is wired for Ethernet, at least somewhat. So that'll be kind of neat. Uh, I could actually have a wired connection. <laughs> Possibly, depending what room. 
I'm still mad about the the death of Rose Gold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be nice if, like, if they're not going to give us, you know, good colors, at least give us, I don't know, better boring ones, like real black. Like the the, uh, iPhones 12 not pro review units that have been in black compared to, you know, the I don't know what what are they calling it? Is it is it graphite? Uh, I guess I think on, it's graphite. Yeah, um, but everyone I, I, you know, you know, like Jason Snell and Gruber and all them who have gotten the black one. It's like, yeah, the black one looks awesome. <laughs> I bet. Like better, awesome. <laughs> I didn't get the graphite one because I looked at it and I was like, that is not nice looking. I I went with the silver one, uh, which has like white underneath of its translucent areas whatever however you would express that and it's fine maybe i should have got the blue one but the pro blue was inferior to the and it's just i i was just reading one of jason snell's uh 20 max for 2020 or whatever whatever that series is called and it was about the the g3 ibook the first one you know with the with the handle and the neat colors and it was like that was a neat quirky machine and the the, the the last even remotely quirky thing Apple did was make some things in rose gold. And the last rose gold, in fact, isn't it the case that the only rose gold computer that we ever had was the 12-inch MacBook? Yes. Yeah. That is a bummer. Mm-hmm. And I didn't buy one, and I kind of wish I had. Yeah, my sister-in-law has one that she was very aware that she was getting as like a, this is my one chance to buy thing. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Well, I was probably thinking, gosh, I really don't have $1,500 to spend on a machine that's just not that great. Yeah, I also, (laughs) uh, I have one as my work machine just because it's something I took out of the returns pile when someone left. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, at least you got a fanless machine. So there is a new, the the 13-inch MacBook Air is indeed fanless. Um, and it probably, if I needed to buy a new Mac laptop right now, that's what I would buy. Uh, luckily, I don't need to, so I'm not gonna at all. Yeah, and if the uh, 12-inch I'm using now just decides that it's just going to stop turning on because, you know, it said service battery for two years. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then, yeah, I would, in a non-quarantine situation, I would kind of same-day store whatever they had in stock with 16 gigs of RAM in it. Yeah, speaking of 16 gigs of RAM, like, I'm pretty sure you can configure uh, current Intel 13-inch MacBook Pros, not although the, let me verify. Not the two-port one that was, well, right, that disappeared. Well, right, the four-port one. Yes, that goes up to 32, but... Uh, it was only ever the high-end one, which, again, they haven't got, like, that's just part of the lineup they haven't gotten to yet. You, it's like a, you, you're comparing it to the 16-inch MacBook Pro or the, the Mac Pro at that point. It's just... But that's it, confusing that there's there's two different levels of MacBook Pro now. Yes, like, it was... what? But it was always... On size. But it was, confu- it was confusing since 2016, though. Yeah, well, everything has sucked since yes, 2016, but that, and this is another... <laughs> but that's when they, they introduced the, the two and four port uh, 13-inch MacBook Pros that are they completely different true. because the processor in them was always completely different. Which is dumb, and I'm mad about it. Yeah, and on that note, that old machine used the 45-watt power brick, and now it's using the 60. Which is ironic because they made so much noise. I'm pretty sure that's just sort of laziness. 
they don't. Right, that's more of a supply chain thing. Right. So they can just make more, I mean, not have to make 45 watt bricks at all. On the other hand, since they're not giving you bricks with iPads anymore uh, mm. or anything else, like you would think they would want to like come out with like their, you know, their like uh, 28 to 32 watt brick that would be the ideal choice for iPads, MacBook Airs, and even the uh, 13 inch uh, MacBook Pro. Because based on uh, like everything um, uh, about it, 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 there's no reason it can't even be a 30 watt machine. It would just sort of, I don't know, push it if you're like rendering overnight, I guess. But that was true of even Intel's machines on the on the 90 watt adapter. So, <laughs> mm. but yeah, that's a 30 watt machine. I don't know why they're giving you the 60 watt one with it, unless they actually have a way for the battery to charge twice as fast. Hmm. But if it doesn't, you know, then who cares? But based on the difference in battery and difference in runtime of the two machines, um, you know, it's the same average draw. So it's it doesn't really seem necessary. Either that hmm. or this chip is twice as fast and power hungry when it's plugged in and attached to a fan. So we'll see if Geekbench bears that out. Oh. I don't think it will. I think this is more of just a sustained performance kind of thing. That'll be the difference between it having a fan and the MacBook Air not having the fan. Yeah, that'd be my guess. I don't know. Yeah, because, yeah, what, one thing I've been doing, pushing iPhones uh, with their cameras uh, past where Apple wants me to, is <laughs> I, you know, I do notice a point in testing where performance drops for a while and it's like, Oh right, I have to let it cool off because it it starts. Um, <laughs> You're going to melt it. <laughs> it's not dropping frames like as a performance failure thing. It's dropping them because it's telling me I can't have them. <laughs> right, it's trying to save itself from you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's also reminding me. No new cameras. Uh, uh, no uh, pencil. No curved edge on the screen. No touch no screen. Touch screen. Yeah. I mean, I don't want a touchscreen on my laptop, but a lot of people do. I want it to just be there because it's obvious. It's it's just, you know, it makes Apple look stupid and stubborn to not have it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Because I have, you know, my iPad in that form factor 100% of the time now. And I promise them it's fine. And they know it's fine. <laughs> just do it. Just let me reach up and, you know, freaking scroll the document here with my finger instead of you know this gesture of two <laughs> fingers which is so like ugh, still doing this i don't know i'm an old enough person <laughs> that i'm really used to scrolling i turn off natural scrolling right away yes, every yes, time yes, on you're every that, computer you're that old <laughs> i am proudly so um <laughs> yeah but but it does seem a little odd um because it i mean they're, they're, they're just are, saving it all for the macbook that that's what i'm just gonna keep saying Everything uh, that's yeah. missing, they're just saving for the MacBook. <laughs> Including extra ports. Wait, no, not that. I would happily take another Type-C port instead of the headphone jack on the wrong side. Yeah, there are a lot of people who would scream and yell about that, though. I'm not interested in them. They screamed about no. they screamed about the very existence of that machine, which they had no intention of buying. So let them scream <laughs> some more. It's fine. Yeah, that's true. They don't matter. I'm like, it, AirPods it, are really nice. Yeah. They are. And whenever I'm doing audio that matters, I'm plugged into something that my headphones are plugged into. Yeah. Like right now, they're plugged into my microphone. 
Yeah, right now I uh, my headphones are plugged into this massive overpowered audio interface <laughs> <laughs> that has like 18 inputs or something. It's probably not true. I don't know. I guess it was like eight. Anyway, it's way more. I'm using one. So <laughs> um, made some noises about about graphic. You know what I find really strange is the the lowest grade of MacBook Air has seven GPU cores and all of the other ones have eight. And seven seems like such a weird number. Like I realize, I think that the, what was it? The PS3 had seven cores and it was like really bitching, but like seven. Okay. I don't do you know. Want, I just. Do you want to know what this is? Sure. When you make a chip, sometimes you test it and it works with seven cores enabled and not eight. Oh. <laughs> and you can either put it in the garbage or sell it as a seven core chip. In fact, the whole like i3 through i9 thing Intel does is they only make the i9 and right. they test them the until, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They sell them at the brand name of whatever tests they pass and tests they don't. That's, that's all yeah, that, that is. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I hadn't thought about it in, in, <laughs> in that sense. So I guess that's less weird than I think, but I don't know. It's it's a tiny bit weird. Yeah, it just means that the the assembly line didn't quite work. <laughs> one of them's not good, but that's okay. We just won't use that one. Yeah, and that and that's you know also why uh, you know there's the eight and sixteen gig RAM options on that. Like, yes, Apple loves nickel and diming you, but really, it's just about yields. I'm sure most of those eight gig chips have somewhere between 10 and 15 working gigabytes of RAM, but it's just easier if you just burn out half of them after yeah. you find the eight best working ones. And even real DRAM always has more than it says it has and then, uh, you know, self-tests its way down just because, mm. you know, manufacturing is hard. Right. I still, anyway, on, this, on the topic of GPUs, like, so, you know... Basically, they're compare they they just compared these machines to Intel integrated graphics, which is like, oh, it smells better than a big stinking turd. Great. <laughs> like, can I can I run uh, VR from it? Can I can I hook the Vive up <laughs> to this thing? I doubt it. Yeah, but I also think that even these things will exceed the. Uh, AMD DGPU that's in the 16 inch right now, just because iPhone graphics have always been really, really good. They just need to staple on more cores because their performance per watt is on par with everything else in the world. So it's really just a matter of how much they want to compete with. Yeah. And, and maybe they don't like, oh, no, they I absolutely guess. don't, <laughs> you know, just, just some envelope math here. Uh, the what are the 1080 extra letters this year to mean the more current <laughs> one because Nvidia's just been using that branding forever. I think it's a 3080. Yeah, uh, that one consumes 245 watts <laughs> of actual power, like not like what it's rated and like what it self-reports, like what people who are you know like sticking instruments in their computers to measure things are getting when it's doing stuff. Uh, and Apple is not going to make a 245 uh, power chip, period, let alone like just a GPU. They're just going to keep supporting Thunderbolt graphics and PCI slots on the Mac Pro that has, you know, an M1X or a G or whatever in it. Yeah, and I, I guess that makes a certain amount of sense. 
it would just it would be nice if even I didn't feel like I needed to have a PC for playing games. Then again, what am I doing? I'm not I'm not playing whatever the modern equivalent of Crisis is <laughs> at, you know, 120 FPS and whatever. Yeah, and keep in mind that also, like, if you're comparing, like, laptops to laptops, a lot of that was also, right. like, that gaming laptops, you know, would not be, like, equivalent to retina resolution, you know. No, you, you get, gaming laptops weigh 40 pounds. Exactly. So you get, like, a 17-inch 1080p screen, and it's like, well... The 12-inch MacBook has to push more pixels than that to, you know, exist. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's amazing uh, how gamers will defend their 1080p screens. And I'm like, but that's garbage for, like, doing work. <laughs> and they're also 1080 at, like, 6-bit per channel, not even 8 or 10, what Apple's doing now in the P3 mm -hmm. screens. Yeah, I don't know what a P3 screen is, but apparently it's good. <laughs> you, you know how Apple's interface elements are a lot of different grays? Yes, they do love them some grays. Do you ever move them over to a shitty, you know, Dell display from work and notice I elements are <laughs> are no longer distinguishable? Um, I don't know. I could do that because I have two like not great they're fine i have two like nice dell panels um 27 inch uh 2560 by but i don't really drag things back and forth between my macbook pro's actual screen mm -hmm. i pretty much keep my calendar over there and like mostly just use my panels but yeah i think so and even on some particularly bad ones i've encountered i've noticed that like uh i don't, I don't think uh iCal does it anymore, but back when it was called iCal, um, <laughs> there there was a checker pattern in the grid view for the days with, hmm. you know, white and, you know, a not quite white and it might have been, you know, a slight blue back then or whatever. <laughs> but, I you know, you could move it over and just just watch. It the, would just vanish. <laughs> yes. So you would just see the, you know, the, the, you know, hairline grid lines between the cells and that was it. <laughs> yeah. I guess there is stuff like that. Um, and and that's even just with like whatever the screen is that's in my work laptop, which is a 20, I think it's a 2020. Yeah, it would have been because I got laid off in 2020 yeah. <laughs> and I got hired in this job in officially uh, July. So yeah, it's a 2020 13 inch MacBook Pro. The keyboard really is a lot nicer than my 2017. Like that's the main thing that, that makes me even whimsically ponder like what if i did get a new macbook air but i'm absolutely not going to because all of my cash <laughs> is going to go toward closing on that house and then moving yeah but you know alas yeah well at least you have you know a working work machine and a working home machine oh since i did randomly mention mac pros uh oh yeah we didn't get one of those with the uh, apple silicone yet right because you know we just got the you know, they replaced everything that was using the uh, 15 watt or lower TPD chips from Intel, um, you know, which Apple is blowing out of the water uh, in 10 watt chips and not only blowing them out of the water in terms of like, you know, well, you know, Apple, you know, goes two years before they use a new chip from Intel, <laughs> but Intel hasn't released things that are three times faster, nor does their roadmap have things that are three times faster than those. Mm. Because I don't know, I get they just hit a wall at 
you know, 10 nanometers that they can't pass at all. Evidently. And and plus, they uh, when they try to account for that with, like, firmware stuff, they get massive security vulnerabilities. Right. So that leads me to another thing, uh, especially with the Xeon uh, uh, comparisons here, is that... So if you've ever opened up Activity Monitor on your Intel Mac that supports hyperthreading, i.e. not an i3, which is just a chip that did not pass the hyperthreading tests, <laughs> um, you see one more bar graph per processor core that you're listed as having existing. And it's like, oh, this is a, a two-core thing, but I have four processor quote-unquote threads, they say. Right. Uh, and all of that, you know, is, is based on speculative execution and, you know, using, uh, you know, just a unbusy part of the chip. And it's, it isn't actually 2x performance. It's not even close, but it's just an easier way to present it to you and make you feel like you're getting something for it. So that's why, like, uh, you know, like Apple's like eight core chips are compared to like the four core Intel chips because... You know, it, Intel has their sort of core doubling, but also Intel chips have their turbo boost thing, which is where they can they literally shut off cores and speed up one or all of them run at the uh, minimum clock speed and the minimum power, uh, which means that basically you always get the same performance it's not actually like boosting for you it's just handling unoptimized unthreaded code in a more <laughs> uh elegant ish way as a front-end engineer i write lots of that <laughs> oh that's just the nature of javascript you, right it's, you, you can't it, write it's threaded, interpreted by yeah you can't write threaded code because it'll do it differently than it yeah um these chips have uh do what apple's been doing with their iphone chips forever which is that there are the performance and there are the efficiency cores on them so you have the ones that are literally bigger on the chip like you can actually see that they are bigger they run stuff fast and then there are the other ones that run stuff efficiently and hmm. there's a mix of them and for this chip they're going with four of each uh, I think some iPhones have had two and six or two and four, and they started with two and two in the iPhone seven. Uh, so, you know, you could mix it any which way and it makes direct comparisons confusing because uh, <laughs> when you're doing a full, you know, pegging the CPU render job kind of thing, you know, transcoding a video from one format to another, it does use all of them. They're all helping. So it is kind of confusing to do one to one comparisons. However, um, the CPUs in the Mac Pro are up to 300 watts. If you put eight of these M1 chips together for 80 total watts, you would have 64 of these cores that Apple's made. Uh, and I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts that comparing them to the 28 core Xeon, which starts at seven grand, this would probably beat it in, you know, multi-threaded tests. We already know it would be it in single core because Apple said that. They said this right. is the the single the highest single core you know performance period that's out there because you know Intel's gotten bad at that too. <laughs> yeah, it's really like half half the event was shading Intel. Right. They only mentioned them once when it wasn't negative. Yeah, uh, and I forget. Which... I already forget what that context was. 
Yeah, me too. <laughs> I think it was Craig who said the word Intel, but yes, I don't it remember. Would, uh, uh, in, just when he reminded us that universal binaries exist. Right. And but with the additional shade that uh, <laughs> that, that, that the emulated some, code, yeah, right. It'll it because uh, Intel is so shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> emulated code will, in many instances, run faster than on Intel Max. It's like burn. They they have that crown, and they have the performance per watt crown, so they can decide how powerful they want to make things. It's it's kind of entirely, you know, based on like decisions it's yeah. not it's not a we we don't have to worry about if they can just whether they will and that would go for gpus as well it's just what they decide to do and that i guess sort of comes to down to how loud we as consumers are because i mean we complained loud enough to make them make a mac pro <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> it took a while but they did it eventually and i mean i guess it generally is the case that when it comes to buying, most people's needs are not great. <laughs> most people aren't playing high demand games on their on their laptops in particular. They are, although I, I got to say the, the most demanding thing that I put my current work MacBook Pro through <laughs> is Google Meet, <laughs> which really spins up the fans like, whoa, I don't know what the hell it's doing. <laughs> Zoom doesn't do that, but something about Google Meet, like just... Yeah, <laughs> I wonder how that would run on a on one of these new MacBooks Air, but I am in no position <laughs> to get one and find out. Yeah, I mean it would still run bad, but it would just use less of your battery doing it. Yeah, I mean as it is, it's, I'm always plugged in, so it doesn't really matter. But, mm. You know, so we got some new Macs. We only got new Macs. <laughs> if you need a new Mac laptop, it seems fine to buy. I would probably, for most people, I would probably recommend the MacBook Air. And I really do miss, I really miss my 11-inch, I mean, I still own it. It's still in my house, but I yes, don't use it because yeah. it's got four gigs of RAM. Um, I really miss the form factor of my 11-inch MacBook Air and how, how extremely light it is. Yeah, and how extremely useful it was having all of those damn ports on it. Right? <sighs> I just oh, want well. that many USB-C ports. Yeah, it wouldn't be so bad. Oh, yeah. uh, we'll just end on the USB thing here. So, uh, because this is confusion that will just get <laughs> worse, USB 4 means Thunderbolt 3. And USB 3.1 Gen 2 are supported in just one sort of way of saying that. Um, it would be nice if in the future we were just killing off Thunderbolt and going to like USB 5 would be the next thing. And, you know, that would have 80 gigabit a second, you know, transfer speeds right. or whatever. But no, it's going to continue being stupid and offset and terrible. But as of right now, we just get to call it USB 4 and it means something. Just en enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> sure. It's very, ugh. I agree. <laughs> yeah. And there was a whole thing where like the, uh, the, the MagSafe thing was found to like only work right with the apple brick that is not in the box of anything <laughs> hmm. and it doesn't even work with previous apple bricks because i don't know reasons reasons that apparently don't have anything to do with the USB-C pd spec which i have read through as it's been updated when they did the big update that was supposed to fix all of this but whatever i guess it's still just part of the world we live in 
But at least we've got a better president on the way, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yep. New president, new Max. Maybe no civil war. Maybe slightly less virus. (laughs) 